I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Zone time for this week. My name is Julian McKenzie. Omar from In The Mentions is here. Sam Chang from the Broadcast Podcast is here. And Yahoo Sports' very own Justin Cuthbert is here. And we're all going to talk about a topic we've discussed on this show before. Uh, we've all, on at some point on, on our respective platforms, have talked about or made mention of. And uh, a lot has come out in the last how many hours about this story. Uh, you've all heard about these sexual abuse allegations that have followed the Chicago Blackhawks organization, specifically with a former video coach, Brad Aldrich. Uh, an independent investigation uh, soon followed uh, after allegations were brought up by an unnamed player who was a part of the organization. And as a note for myself and hopefully for everyone else here, we're going to try to avoid whatever details were mentioned about that unnamed player in light of the fallout. Just, you know, they, they requested anonymity. We're going to try to respect that as much as we can. Uh, but essentially a, a lot has been made of the findings of the report that were put out, which I believe is public for everyone to consume and, and parse through and there's so many details from it uh one of the biggest one of course uh the fact that so many members of the chicago blackhawks organization did know essentially what was going on met over what was going on there was a lack of action taking place in terms of you know determining what could be done with the unnamed player and those allegations and ultimately it resulted in the resignation of gm stan bowman and any other exec who was in the organization at the time also being dismissed and questions are now surrounding Joe Quenville, who was the head coach of the Blackhawks at the time now in Florida and Kevin Shevel day off was the GM in Winnipeg. And before we get to the reaction, we have to acknowledge by the time this podcast is out, there may very well be more details coming out just minutes before we even started recording Stan Bowman stepped down as GM of USA hockey. Uh, Paul Maurice, the head coach of the Winnipeg Jets, was discussing uh, the allegations surrounding uh, Kevin Sheveldayoff and, and the Chicago Blackhawks. And, well, I wasn't really able to read those quotes as, as in-depth as I would have liked, but some people are questioning some of those quotes that are out there. So just be mindful of the fact that there may very well be more details that have been released since we started recording. Just to get us started here, um, what were your initial reactions at some of the findings that were made from this report. I mean, for me, this whole, the whole story has been just so, uh, I don't know, d- disgusting, poor, bad. And another example, another example of how bad hockey culture can be. Um, and overall, it's just sad. Um, hockey culture needs to change, right? There, there's, there's so many moments and there's so many examples 
of of people, not even just players, just people who need help, who and when they try to reach out for help, either one, they're told that they're being a distraction, or two, they just don't get the help that they need. And especially after what we've seen this off season of all of these stories coming out of players who needed help and who struggled to find ways to get help. And now we have this situation where a player needed help, reached out to get help. And not only did they, were they not helped, but the, the, the cause for the reason why they needed help was being put in bigger, better situations to move on and to continue doing more things. And I just think of that player. I just think of the of, of being around him all the time, um, whether it's it's player meetings, the celebration, his name's on the cup, right? Um, and and then just reading the reading the quotes, especially like Quinn, the fact that like Quinville and she- and Cheval Dayoff said that they they had had no idea, they didn't know, know anything about it, and then to read what took place in this meeting, Joe Joe Quinville saying, you know, we well, you know what. I'm not not saying we're not quoting verbatim, just paraphrasing here. You know what? This is the first time though the team has been this close though to the Stanley Cup in 18 years. We're 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 trying to get a championship here. We have, you know we can deal with this. We can deal with this later. Like this, like someone's livelihood, like the fact that they can feel safe when they're playing a game that they grew up loving. They had a a, a whole career in front of them. This 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 game is more important than that. So it's just. It's just shocking. It's shocking and, and just disappointing. And I feel so deeply for anyone who's ever in that position where they needed help desperately and reached out and couldn't get the help that they needed. And I think there are so many people beyond Stan Bowman who, who need to answer for this. And again, beyond also Joe Quinville and Kevin Sheveldayoff, there are so many people who need to answer for this. And we need to get back to a point where – Things like the NHLPA that are designed to help players or just organizations that like to think that that or that their team are like family and that we're taking care of each other, that those aren't just empty words and that accountability actually matters and accountability is something that's taking place because we love to throw that around when it comes to playing the game. Oh, no one wants to block a shot. Oh, well, they're not being accountable. No one wants to back check. Oh, they're not being accountable. When it comes to these things, now we don't want to talk about accountability. So... Just the whole thing was just is just heartbreaking to hear. I think one of the most disappointing things about all of it was the small tidbits of insight we got about his teammates and different players inside the league. I mean, you mentioned like, okay, maybe the organization doesn't have my back because it's all about, you know, winning the Stanley Cup and making sure that we secure the millions upon millions upon millions of dollars that are going to come with winning a Stanley Cup for the first time in decades. So I, you know, you understand, even though you shouldn't, some of that but teammates not sticking up for this guy, not going to bat for him, not standing up to this video coach who achieved nothing in his life except getting into the doors of the Chicago Blackhawks and cutting video for them. Like Jonathan Taze, Captain Sirius, couldn't step up and say something about this and all of his teammates, they couldn't do anything about this. And the fact that he was bullied throughout the years because of this later on in life, later on in his career, he's getting chirped on the ice for having been a part of this incident like that is the the most disappointing thing on my end and you know you mentioned Stan Bowman he's going to be sort of the face of this and you know Al McIsaac if he's involved and others involved uh, and he might share in that with Joel Quenville and um Kevin Sheldayoff but like John McDonough 
sort of slid out the back door here early. And it seems like, you know, he's the one who said, hey, I got this. And he's the one who made the decision that the money is more important. And I just wish that he got the same amount or more of the uh, the blame and the criticism that's going to come from this. Because don't get me wrong, Stan Bowman, the rest of them deserve it. But John McDonough needs to be, you know, the light needs to be shined on this guy for sure. Yeah. I agree with everything all of you said. I think that... I think that this is a really damning indictment of hockey culture at every level and every institution, every part of this sport, because like Justin said, it's, it's that teammates and guys who regularly talk about being tough and being leaders and being good in the room and loyalty to your team and being brothers who went through the trench in in playoffs. And it's like, when it comes down to it, what you did was you taunted this guy who was, a survivor of abuse by your coaches. That's what you did. And not only at that time, but until now, until today, the only two Blackhawks from that team who have stood up for this guy are Nick Boynton and Brent Sopel. Not a single other member of that team has said a single thing other than that they didn't know, never heard about it, weren't aware. On top of that, then you have the coaches, you have the management. And I think, you know, everyone's rightfully dragging them through the mud for that. I, I don't, I don't have anything to add to what Omar said. I think the fact that so many of these people are still employed by the league is reprehensible. I think that Paul Maurice just came out this afternoon and gave some bizarre comment about analytics and sexual abuse. Like just, if you don't have anything helpful to say, don't say anything. Yeah. You're not always the smartest person in the room, Paul. Like you're better off just. You, you would have been better off just saying, you know what, the, the findings are the findings and leaving it at that. Just say nothing if you have nothing to say. Yeah. And Florida Panthers coming out and saying, oh, well, we're not going to comment at this time because Gary Bettman's going to deal with it. It's like, well, yeah, you know what? You're up, you're 6 0 So I guess it's inconvenient for you to comment on your coach right now, even though he, he straight up lied about what he knew or did not know at the time. And yeah. you're it- just going to, you're going to say absolutely nothing. And guess what? It's the exact same dilemma. Joel yep. Quenville wanted to win. The Florida Panthers want to win. So what are they going to do about Joel Quenville now that they're off to this 6-0 and start? Mm-hmm. I guess we're going to see if they have a backbone. Literally, the cycle. And and the whole thing, yeah, Gary Bettman's going to talk to them in the near future. Yeah. Great. What and does that mean? The other parts of the report that I think were underreported on, that John Doe's confidant spoke to Donald Fair, who now says he had no recollection that this ever happened. So... The PA was told they did nothing. And lastly, you know, not to put anyone specific on blast, but this story was worked on by Rick Westhead, Katie Strang, uh, Scott Powers, Mark Lazarus, and a couple of the other Blackhawks beat reporters. And the number of Ben Pope deserves and Ben Ben Pope Pope deserves deserves mention of this because he was among the first to do it. Not to cut you off, but he deserves some mention of this too. Yeah. So those those five in particular did a lot of work on this. And today, suddenly, all of the insiders and national hockey media are all over this when they said nothing all summer. That's a that's a failure at every single level of this sport. Yeah, I I I, I think of what's been out there, and I think of I, I think the media point is a very good point in this as well. And I mean, yeah, it's a failure at every single level of this. Like normally, you hear stuff like this, you hear the findings that are out there, where some kind of justice perhaps should be served. As a fan of the sport, I don't feel that's that's there at all. I just see a mess. 
I, I just see nothing but a mess and I see nothing but just crap. And I look at that 2010 Chicago Blackhawks team so much differently in the light already. The allegations that were out there kind of made it different. And that, let's not forget either that that's the same organization that had Akeem Aliou and he endured what he went through with Bill Peters in the minors. The same year that was going on. And then what happened with the Blackhawks after that? Like, we, I look at that organization so differently in the light after what has happened. And uh, Sam, I know we were talking about it earlier in the day, but like, maybe you can't. This is- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Clearly burned down an organization, but another friend of mine made the point, you can certainly purge it. And like, I, it's just, I, I, can't, I can't look at that organization the same way anymore and what they stood and the fact that players a lot of the bigger faces on the team haven't necessarily stood up i don't know if i can look at them the same way yeah yeah like i like jonathan taze was a player i had a lot of respect for right um considering what he's been you know what he's what he's done on the national stage you know as far as team canada but i i just remember when he had that uh interview and he came back because he missed the entirety of last year and when he was asked a question he looked pissed and frustrated and annoyed like why are you asking me this question i didn't know anything about it and yeah it, it ties directly to what, what justin and sam were saying it's just like like you you were the pinnacle of of leadership anytime uh anytime analysts or or players or coaches or teams or whatever would talk about what it means to be a leader in hockey like you were the face of that and to know that you were there and didn't do anything about it it's just, it, uh, it's I, disappointing. Yeah, it, it to like to 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 the highest degree, and to the point where we think hockey isn't safe because of the hits. Hockey isn't safe because of things like this. Is there any thoughts on on Stan Bowman's apology? Uh, well, he released a statement in light of him resigning. Uh, and then hours later, it's announced that he's stepping down from his position as GM of USA Hockey for the Olympics. I thought it was really strange that it took that much time uh, in between what was put out there from the report, uh, the announcement of him resigning from the Blackhawks, and then the timing of his resigning from USA Hockey. I figured those two should have been in tandem. And I've seen other, I've looked at that apology and I seem to be in agreement with some of the other people out there who think that he kind of shirked responsibility in the apology as well. Mm-hmm. This is not the opportunity for 
you know, for you to be like, oh, well, you know, some other people who are working with me should have also seen this take ownership of what you went through. I also thought it was very weird that Chicago ownership on his way out tried to, you know, kind of paint Stan Bowman as somebody who, if he knew this was going on now, this would not stand. That's not the point. The fact is, is that it happened and it took all of 11 years before this all saw the light. And now he's essentially paying for it. Yeah. And like that, that's the thing that's the most frustrating about it. It's like, everyone's like, oh, well, you know, if he knew he would have done something about it and so on. It's like, that, that's not the, that's not the point. So I mean, yeah, point. sure. It, it's part of it. That's part of the problem. That's not the point. The point is, is that there was a kid who was a victim, reached out for help and didn't get any help. And no one has apologized. At least not, not, not to my knowledge. No one has actively said, well, we failed this player. No, I'm sorry. We failed this person. Organization wide, we failed this person. And we're continuing to fail this person. Like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah, Stan Bowman is resigning now. Okay, cool. So then so then that pretty much confirms that that whole little stint of the draft and, you know, the, the whole, so trying to make himself look better. So what was that about? That, that exactly was what it was. This little stint to make you look better. Great. I'm, 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 I hope you feel great. It's just, oh my gosh. I, like, yeah. I was just going to say, I got to be honest, I didn't really dive into the apology because in both cases he had the – I guess, ability to step aside, as they said, with the Chicago Blackhawks and USA Hockey instead of just straight out firing them. I mean, I'm not sure why people put their foot to the ground with this, but do they think that they're salvaging any dignity by stepping aside? No, you, you, you lost your job for a reason. You should have just probably been fired. Yep. Yeah, I, I agree with all of that. I didn't read his apology. I have no intention of reading his apology. I think it's meaningless. Um, this is an organization that has denied these allegations at every turn. They filed a response calling the allegations meritless. They had, you know, we saw Shovel Dayoff and Quenville straight up lie and say they were not aware of these allegations until this summer. Mm. And I think it speaks to the fact that until they were pressured to have this investigation and until the investigation results came out, they thought they were going to get away with it. They thought they could straight up lie to people and that no one would ever expose them. Mm -hmm. And so to me, I don't care what you say now. I don't care that you're, you apologize. I don't care that you resign. I wouldn't have cared if you got fired. You, that's what should have happened to start with. It's meaningless when you're forced to do it. Yeah. These yeah. execs uh, in the moment. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Justin. I was just going to say one thing, like as gross as today was, I am feeling some sense of relief that this was mm -hmm. actually done correctly. The only thing that I, I found, I mean, there's, you know, things about the and the anonymous, uh, you know, tips that are in there. And like, I, I get all that. The only thing I really, really didn't like is that there's no mention of any players like Taze not mentioned in the port, not interviewed, uh, or maybe he was interviewed, but not mentioned in it. But the fact of the matter is, at the start, when we talked about this, we were worried that, oh, this is these are the NHL's lawyers, and, and are they going to just skirt around the issue here? And no, they didn't. This was thorough. This was done right. And ultimately the correct, uh, you know, they, they, they drew the correct collusion, a conclusion from this uh, and the right people that should not be employed by the NHL anymore are not going to be employed by the NHL anymore, at least inside the Chicago Blackhawks organization. Yeah, that's a very good point because uh, I remember seeing and I remember feeling some skepticism about the handling of this investigation and the fact that they would be, the fact that the findings would be made public after the fact. Uh, I, I'm definitely in that camp that thought that we'd probably come out of this 
with not too many, not too much to to deduce from from these findings. But yes, it, it was pretty thorough, and there were so many damning things. Like the like the one thing I know we haven't mentioned to this point, and uh, I know we won't belabor uh, the story for you know hours upon hours. But I do want to just bring up this one detail that pretty much kind of emphasizes the point that the execs that were in charge did not take this seriously. It, we're talking about Bowman and McIsaac and McDonough uh, and, and Quenville and, and Shevel Dayoff and others who met over this and did nothing for three weeks. Three whole weeks. And on top of that, John Doe celebrates the Stanley Cup and Brad Aldrich is there. And, it, it, and Brad Aldrich apparently makes moves on an intern that, like, after that. Like, there's a lot that's going to it, look. I, I haven't read every single part and parcel of the report. There are just going to be so many things that are going to come out from this. It's very disgusting. And, and, and I'm glad I, I it's, it's yes. Go ahead. Sorry, I'm talking all over you, but like I've seen a lot of people make the point like, how could they let him have a Stanley Cup ring and have his name engraved on the Stanley Cup? I don't care about any of that. What I care about is the fact that he was enabled to continue on for years or not years and years, but several years and victimize other people. Other yep. people's lives were ruined beyond John Doe's, and it's because the Blackhawks just let him go, and HR at the Blackhawks just said, hey, let's not make a big issue of this. Why don't you just walk out the back door and continue doing what you're doing? That is really the most sick thing about all of this. Yeah, if, if, you're not, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. And the Blackhawks allowed this to happen. Everything that he did after leaving the organization is their fault. Like there's there's no exactly. way to go there's no way to go around that. And I think what I'm interested to see now is how things get better from this point. Not yeah. even just with the Blackhawks, with everything. The NHLPA has looked abysmal over the last calendar year with the number of instances, the number of stories, the number of players that we've heard who needed help have reached out to the PA and nothing has been done. And that needs to change. Whether it's new people involved or new, new, new policies, new procedures, maybe just a general sense of empathy and just, just giving a damn about these people's lives that needs to change. And that needs to be, I know, implemented. And it, and it's, it sounds like, like it's not like rocket science or anything. Just like asking people to genuinely care about someone else, about someone else's well-being. Like it shouldn't be that complicated. But the fact that time and time again we have to hear story after story after story after story of players needing help. When is it ever going to be an actual focus? So hopefully we we move away from the sense of you know the same people getting fired and getting rehired regardless of their past, regardless of what they've done on the record or off the record, hopefully that stops and we get to a point where things just start to get better overall. Because until the, until the perspectives, until the, the thought process and the way that we think of things change, then the same issues are going to, are going to continue. And we're going to get more stories like this and more people have to suffer and more people have to be in pain. And it doesn't need to be that way. No, it absolutely does not. Uh, Sam, do you want last word before I kind of wrap things up here? Yeah, I, I think that this is going to be a conversation that as much as this brings certain parts of this to an end, this is going to be a conversation that goes on for years. Like think mm -hmm. about the Blackhawks as, as one of the few dynasties we've had in the last two decades. These are, these are players and 
management members and coaches who I think until now we've all talked about as, as legends. like legends and hall of yeah. famers. And this is never going to go away. This is the, the taint of this is going to hang around over this franchise forever and deservedly so. Yeah. And, I, and even if they try to change their appearance or they try to distance themselves away from it, it's, it's there. We all saw, we all saw what's out there in the findings. We've all discussed it on various platforms. It's there. The Chicago Blackhawks basically committed an utter failure with how they handled all of this. And they should be worthy of your scorn. They should be worthy of league punishment and anything else you could bring upon them with that. It's truly disgusting that this even happened. And I'm glad uh, that people reported on this. I'm glad that people didn't stop talking about this because this was easily a situation that could have just faded away, but people decided to keep this in the spotlight and rightfully so. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.